You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey there, and welcome back. So today's podcast is for the ladies, and we are going to give you some tips on using your cycle to increase productivity. And helping us is Allie Cranmer. Allie, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So I actually reached out to Allie to talk about productivity in your cycle because I started noticing some things about my productivity and how it was drastically different week to week. And I was getting frustrated with it. And I was like, why is this happening? So then I came across her and she has this really awesome flow tracker and I've started using it. So I was like, you know what? I want to get her on the podcast and chat more about it because this is a topic I think (laughs) not a lot of people are talking about. So you guys can definitely read about her in the bio and the show notes and all that good stuff. But Ali, why don't you just dive in and tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey? Yeah, for sure. So um, about a year ago, actually, I decided to start my own business. I was working for an agency um, as an operations director and they ended up closing up shop. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start my <laughs> own biz. And at first it started off as just like OBM services, stuff like that. And I also looked at it as an opportunity to start something that I was really passionate about. So um, like a passion project. So I ended up starting two businesses, one where I was offering the OBM services because that's just what I had been doing for a few years and I knew really well how to do that. And then I also decided to start a business where I was offering body empowerment coaching. And at at some point, I just got overwhelmed by trying to grow these two businesses. (laughs) Um, I felt really partial to like my body empowerment coaching business because it was something I was so passionate about. But I, I was totally stuck in that like hustle mindset where I felt I just had to work any moment I could get yeah. to try and scale these businesses. Um, and I just assumed that's what I had to do in order to be a successful entrepreneur. But I was like, okay, this does not feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not here for this. I need to change something. Like if this is what owning your own business feels like, then I'm, I'm not, not a fan. So, right. <laughs> um, that's when I got more into energy management and, you know, how, how really honoring your, your lower energy, um, can help you be more productive during your higher energy time of the month. Um, yeah. so I looked more into that and cycle alignment and I just, I dove in for it, decided that I could really create a business that was a really beautiful balance and like combination of my OBM business and body empowerment coaching. And help entrepreneurs learn more about their cycles and their energy um, and use that to essentially run their businesses with their bodies. Yeah, no, I love that. And like I said, I don't think there's many people talking about it either, which yeah. is 
crazy because there's so many women entrepreneurs nowadays. So you think it would be a, a hotter topic, but I think a lot of us women just don't really know as much about our cycles as we probably should just in general, but kind of the different phases and how it affects everything we do, including family and planning and business and productivity and just everything. So kind of walk us through each of the different phases of your cycle and kind of maybe some of those best activities to complete or things to do during those phases because the energy kind of aligns. Yeah, for sure. So, um, our cycles, like our menstrual monthly cycle, um, has four different phases. We have our menstrual, our follicular, our ovulation, and our luteal. I like to break it down into like our menstrual phase is a time for prepping soil. So really just setting your intentions, kind of taking some time away, resting, recharging, all of that getting your soil prepped. Um, and then your follicular phase is for planting your seeds. So um, kind of taking action on those intentions you've set, um, starting new projects, and just basically planting your seeds. And then yeah. our ovulation phase is for nurturing. So nurturing those projects you started, um, nurturing your audience, showing up to serve or teach um, your clients as well. And then we move into our luteal phase, which is a time for harvesting. Um, and I like to look at this phase as just a really good time to evaluate, see what worked, what felt good, what really isn't serving you anymore, letting go of that, um, maybe letting go of what you just didn't accomplish on your, your list or your, you know, your goals and kind of just surrendering to that rest period that we need to have towards the end of our cycle. Yeah. I love that. I love the analogy of like planting things yeah, <laughs> and like growing things in your business. So, <laughs> um, okay. So I had never done this. I had never, I mean, I had heard a couple people talk about it, but I'm like, this can't be like a real thing. Right. But if you've <laughs> never actually kind of tracked your energy and your cycle, what are some of the things that you really need to be kind of thinking about and starting to track? Because like, I think when I first did it, I was like, I have no idea where to even start. So <laughs> mm -hmm. what are some tips for starting if you've never done it before? For. Yeah. So I think a lot of people assume that it, it starts with like your physical energy level. So I like to think that that's like a really good place to start. Um, just keeping track of like how active your body feels like being, do you feel like you could clean your whole house and cook dinner and yeah. <laughs> do all the things? Or are you feeling more, more relaxed, more chill? Uh, maybe you just want to do nothing and sit on the couch or work from your couch or whatever it may be. Um, so keeping track of your physical energy levels throughout your cycle um, and then as well as your internal energy. So um, how are you feeling internally? Do you feel really motivated or reflective? Focusing more on that internal energy and how, how you feel inside. Um, but also your body's energy. So this is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of tricky and confusing when you think of internal energy and your body's energy because it's yeah. both focusing on on that internal energy, but I like to look at your body's energy as how your internal energy feels in your body. So if you're feeling really overwhelmed or just, yeah, overwhelmed, I guess, then your body's energy may feel stressed. So you may feel that energy in your body is very tense. You might be having like some stomach issues, yeah. <laughs> whether it's butterflies, anxiety, whatever it may be. But if you're feeling really focused, like your internal energy is very focused and your body's energy may feel really aligned because you are focused and you're focusing on that project you're working on and you're kind of reaching that flow state 
So you're feeling really aligned and good in your body. Another one would be like, uh, as far as your body's energy go would be very grounded. So you feel really grounded and aligned. And then the last one is frame of mind. So obviously our, our home, our hormones are a huge part of our cycle. Um, so our frame of mind is important. What kind of mood are you in? Are you feeling really stressed or anxious or happy or calm, um, sad, whatever it may be? We have, you know, emotions that fluctuate throughout our cycle. So keep that in mind as well, because that does have an effect on our productivity too. Yeah. I think this was a huge area that I kind of noticed was that like the three days before my period started, I was like a freaking productivity machine. And then when it came, I I, like did nothing. And it was Mm -hmm. so frustrating because I went from like getting 8,000 things done to zero. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that's when I like really, really noticed it and kind of started digging into this. But as I've been tracking and using your tracker, it's just been interesting to kind of see the the patterns and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think that's it's huge. And I think a lot of people aren't thinking about all of those different things when they're mm-hmm. thinking about their cycle and aligning and all that good stuff. So how can you kind of use this to plan in your business and how to plan your projects and stuff around your cycle? Because I think that's a huge productivity piece is if you plan the wrong things during the wrong times, then you could mm-hmm. be clashing and things aren't working and not flowing. So how can you kind of plan around that in your business? Right. So before like, tracking your cycle and aligning there it's like you said it can be really frustrating when we go from being super productive (laughs) to not being productive at all we just get really frustrated and i mean that's understandable when you don't really realize that your body is talking to you (laughs) and your body is telling you to slow down and that's totally okay so when you plan for it 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 obviously just works out so much better and you can kind of predict what's going to happen and and plan accordingly So I like to start with like daily and weekly alignment, like our cycle. Yes, it is a monthly cycle, um, but you can really align those phases and that flow that you have throughout the month with like smaller scaled cycles, like the daily cycle and the weekly cycle. Um, So look at your, your flow that you have throughout the month. And you can also align that with your, your daily routines. Um, it might be a little bit different too. So I always recommend paying attention to your daily cycle and how you feel throughout the day as well. Cause it might not be identical to your, your monthly flow. Yeah. Maybe the morning time is not a great time for you to just to hop right into work. Maybe like a slower pace morning. Um, so just plan accordingly and, and don't try and like force a project at 8 a.m. that just isn't happening and you're just like, I just want to have my coffee and kind of ease into my day. Um, (laughs) and then same for weekly alignment. Like for me, I always thought that I had to be really productive on Mondays. And if I I wasn't, then it's like, oh my gosh, this week is going to be a rough one. (laughs) Um, so I, I like to think of like Mondays as like my menstrual phase of the week. So I really ease into the day and plan out my week on Mondays and leave my weekends for like total, total rest and relaxation and just time off of work. So start there and you can do this obviously before you even track like a full month. Yeah. Um, you can notice what patterns you have in your daily and weekly cycles and start aligning there pretty early on. Um, and then obviously monthly alignment, like once you've tracked 
tractocycler too, you can start aligning there as well. I like to say like your, your ovulation phase is usually going to be your peak as far as energy goes. Um, and you're going to probably reach like, um, a flow state during that time. So it's always good to plan your larger task or energy sucking task during that time because you're going to have the energy for it. Yeah. Um, whereas towards the end of your cycle, you might have less energy and it's a good time to slow down a bit. Maybe you're doing more behind the scenes work. Um, you're, you know, doing less visibility, which is why I kind of thought it was interesting that you said you had like a ton of energy the three days before your period came. But you just um, said it was the more behind the scenes stuff. And I think it's mm-hmm. that like, I was like oh, okay. super hyper productive on all yeah. the things that like just kept getting pushed to the back burner yeah. and like, I would get them all done. And then I'm like the next, <laughs> the day my period starts, I'm like, and now I feel like doing nothing. What the yeah. heck? <laughs> I totally know what you mean. Um, but it's good that you know that. And I, yeah. again, like that just goes to show that everyone is different. There is obviously this natural flow that I think a lot of us have where we do feel really productive and just like showing up and having all the calls and recording all the podcast interviews yeah. during, you know, the, the ovulation phase. But then towards the end of our cycle, it's just a great time for like refining and doing that behind the scene work kind of just getting ready for your next cycle, but there does need to be a time where you do rest, whether it's in your luteal phase or your menstrual phase, that's kind of different for everyone. So yeah, Yeah, I think that's, I think that's super key. And I think where you said like, stop forcing projects at 8am, if that's not your jam, like that doesn't work for you, stop forcing things. It's huge because you're not going to be productive if you force things into times that don't work for you. Yeah. You're not going to do your best work. It's going to take you way longer it's just really a waste of time. It really Um, is. Like for me, I can't plan like really act like activities that require a lot of brain power cannot happen after 3 PM for me. Like they just can't, or else I am like eyes glazed over. I just can't do it. So, but I've recognized that. And now I know like don't schedule things after 3 PM that require Mm -hmm. a lot of brain power. (laughs) Exactly. And that's just so helpful to know. Yeah. Um, Sure. Another thing is like seasonal alignment. So like I said, you can kind of scale down that, uh, the cycle and the, its phases, but you can also scale up, I guess. Okay. Um, you can look at the seasons as well. So winter's aligned with the menstrual phase and spring is our follicular phase. Um, summer is ovulation and fall is the luteal phase. So that's another thing to keep in mind as you're like really diving in and I guess taking it a step further when it comes to cycle alignment, you can really align the entire year with that flow because, you know, summertime is such a a vibrant time. I feel like we're all kind of being more adventurous and going outside our comfort zones and hanging out with our friends and family. Obviously this year is a bit different. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I like to save like January is just like a total inward month for me where I'm really just diving into planning my year ahead and trying to like quiet any outside noise and reach inward and figure out what intentions I want to set for the year ahead. But then spring is like a really great time for me to launch something or start a new project. Um, So think of that as well when you're like planning out your year and your quarters. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, it makes a big difference because I know now that we're like, inching closer to fall. Yeah. I can already tell like in my business, I feel like I don't want to start anything new right now. I don't yeah. want to start a new project. 
I kind of just want to focus on what I did get done over this last year and refine what I have, simplify it, make it, you know, better, <laughs> um, kind of streamline things and then chill out for the, the last end of the year. Yeah, um, awesome. yeah. And then I also want to point out that you can shift your services and your offerings to support your flow as well. Um, I think like I, I've heard from a lot of people that they say they have these like one-on-one clients and they might have a call with them like every other week or something. And they're all kind of scattered. So it ends up being, they have like a call or two or three every single week. And it's just like totally zaps them. Yeah. It doesn't feel great. So look at your services and offerings as well and, and see what you can adjust there to, you know, better support your flow. Yeah. That's awesome. If you feel like your business is running you and you're always searching for links, information, or just generally feel disorganized, you need my business management templates. These templates are made inside of Trello, but I provide the training on how to move them to Asana, ClickUp, Monday.com, and more. So steal my exact system that I use to manage all the moving pieces in my online business without letting things slip through the cracks. Go to TalkTrello2Me.com and click on templates to grab yours now for only $27. So one thing I was um, kind of curious about is, so I'm tracking and I'm on cycle two. So once I kind of do the second one, I'll have some patterns and stuff, but do you have to kind of keep doing that? I mean, you just kind of touched on the seasons are different and that sort of thing, but kind of once you figure it out, is it there or is there going to be continual changes in any capacity? Yeah. So at first, um, I mean, you're probably going to want to check in with yourself like two or three times a day, just so you can get a feel for that daily and weekly cycle as well. Yeah. Um, but like you said, once you really discover those patterns and you figured out what your rhythm is, um, you don't necessarily have to track any anymore, but I do recommend spending three to five minutes each day checking in and tracking. You can do it like via a spreadsheet or just write it down in your notebook, whatever it may be. Or if there really wasn't anything way off than what you're normal to, then you don't really have to make notes. But Yeah. I like to reflect like at the end of each day um, and just kind of ask myself, okay, well, like, where was my energy at today? Did I feel tired this morning when I woke up? Like what felt great? Like what cycle phase am I even in? Like just (laughs) making note and seeing, um, you know, because there is going to be changes and shifts. Most of them are going to be pretty minor um, and temporary. So they're not going to be a huge deal. It's not going to be like you have to burn it all down and yeah. start over <laughs> when it comes to aligning. Um, but like this year is such a great example with this pandemic and just yep. everything going on. Our, we've had a lot of shifts probably in our rhythm and things are a lot different for, for us. So um, that's more of a, a, not permanent, but it's definitely more of a long-term shift and change in our rhythm that we want to pay attention to and align with. We can't just, you know, like, Oh, well, this is just the way it's going to be this year. Yeah. It's to align. (laughs) Um, You can still pay attention to kind of what your rhythm is now. And it might be, you know, not as predictable. It might be a little bit all over the place. Maybe you just have to take it week by week right now, instead of like month or, you know, season by season, but that's better than taking it day by day and waking up each day and being like, okay, what do I feel like doing? And, yeah. <laughs> and planning day by day. That's, that's not super productive. Not really. No. So what do you struggle with? So you've kind of done this work obviously with yourself and you've aligned it with your business and it's awesome. But is there anything you kind of struggle with as far as like business management, productivity, organization, or anything like that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think for me, I struggle most with 
biting off more than I can chew. Ah, don't fall. Um, <laughs> I still, even though I've been doing this for quite a while now, and I'm pretty aware of what my rhythm is and everything, I still sometimes just put too much on my to-do list when yep. I know I'm going to be in my luteal phase and I'm like, that's okay. You know, it'll be all right. And <laughs> then I get there and I get frustrated when I don't get all the things done. Um, yep. So I'm still working on that and just realizing that, you know, I talked to a friend the other day and she, she had pointed out that like the whole idea of priorities is kind of silly because there's a reason we have priorities and it's just to pick one priority, not yep. five different priorities. That that just makes it too much. So I'm focusing more on having one or two, three priorities a week. That way I'm not trying to get all the things done and I have like two priorities each day and whatnot. So biting off less. Yes. Uh, yeah. We all could take a, take a lesson from that one. <laughs> um, so do you have any favorite productivity hacks that um, you kind of implore in your business to help you get stuff done? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as I preach, um, honoring your low energy, um, I like to call it just working less and amplifying your impact. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. So honoring your low energy and just listening to your body, relaxing, chilling, recharging when your body's saying it needs it, um, going inward. So if you need to take some break from social media or whatnot to recharge, not only your body, but your mind as well, so that you can be more productive during those higher energy phases is, is my favorite productivity hack. Yeah, I love it. Um, is there anything else that you want to cover? I think this has just been so eye-opening for people that are going to be listening and the women listening, because like I said, I just don't think women think about that a lot and they don't think that productivity mm -hmm. can be affected by their cycle. So is there anything else that you think would be helpful for listeners? Yeah, I think the something I share that seems to be the most helpful for women because a lot of women are either on birth control or they just find they have really inconsistent cycles or maybe they no longer have a cycle, um, again, due to birth control or whatever their situation may be. So if that's the case, don't think that you can't use this and that you don't have a rhythm because you totally do. Um, and you can use the moon phases. So that's something I touch on a little bit in my work, but I don't go into it too much. But like the menstrual phase is aligned with the new moon and the follicular phase is aligned with the waxing moon. Ovulation is aligned with full moon and luteal is aligned with the waning moon. So if you don't have, you know, you don't go through the menstrual follicular ovulation luteal phase because you don't have a period or you have a really inconsistent one, you don't have to worry. <laughs> you can yeah, use that's awesome. the phases of the moon um, and start there. The energy of each of those moon phases aligns so well, almost identically to the phases of our cycle, which is really cool. So the moon definitely has an effect on our energy and the rhythms we have. So if you're one that, that doesn't have a period, no worries. You can, you can use the moon. Yeah. I love that. And I know that that's in your flow tracker sheet, which kind of leads me into yeah, the next yeah. question. Yes. Where can people <laughs> find more information about you and grab the flow tracker and follow you in all the places? Yeah. So you guys can find the free flow tracker on, on my website, it's just alliebcranmer.com or there's a link in my Instagram bio. Again, I'm alliebcranmer on Instagram and I share a lot of information on my Instagram about this, this work and cycle alignment as well as my email list. 
Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely drop all the links in the show notes so that everybody can go check her out. But Ali, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So if you guys want to align your cycle and productivity, go grab her resource, go check her out and follow her. But if you still need help with the strategy and systems in the back end of your business so that you can be more profitable service provider without working 17 hours a day, go check out our free masterclass at b.link forward slash training. So we will see you guys next time.